that's it. If like a lot of people find themselves stuck in certain positions that they're unhappy with, yeah, you gotta look at yourself. Yo, literally take 10, 15 minutes. I'm telling you right now, you can see how you crack yourself down. Like, break it down for yourself. What do you do from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep? What is the average day for you? Are you logged in for nine hours, eight hours at work? Okay, after those eight hours, what are you doing? Yeah. How much time are you devoting to sleep? How much time are you devoting to activity? How much time are you devoting to friends, family? Like, you really got to be able to understand yourself. And if you don't understand yourself, then you're never going to know where you're going. Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host, Deepak Sharma, and this podcast aims to connect different communities under the premise that we're all fundamentally the same. We tend to overcomplicate most things in life. This podcast is really just a conversation, and it's not that deep. This week's guest is Tevin Hay. To say that Tevin is a shoe advocate, aficionado, or sneakerhead would be a gross understatement. He turned his passion for footwear into a full-fledged sneaker, boot, dress shoe, heel, and bag cleaning service. As the owner-operator, Tevin turned what started off as an online shoe cleaning service into a full-fledged business with several locations across Ontario and four in Ottawa alone. He's leveraged partnerships with businesses that aim to shift the culture forward, such as Shopify, Common, Headquarters, and Stomping Ground. We talk about Tevin's business journey, starting off cleaning shoes out of his bathtub. We dive into personal development and strategies to level up. We also discuss future plans for the drops such as a sneaker exchange app in the works, a shoe customization service offering, and how he prioritizes giving back to the community. Today's podcast is sponsored by Podpack Solutions. When I started a podcast, I had no idea how much time and effort goes into editing and putting out content every week. That doesn't stop me from doing it, but it can be a roadblock for many busy people and businesses to get started. Podpack Solutions will help you create, launch, produce, edit, distribute, and grow a podcast for your brand or business. Our mission is to take the pain out of podcasting, so you just have to hit record. I hope you enjoy this episode today, and just remember, it's not that deep. Tevin, hey, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. What's up? What's Thank up? you so much for coming through to the studio, Thank man. Thank you for having me, bro. Dude, yeah. I'm so excited to have you here, and I know we've been trying to set this up for a while, but it's finally happening. The moment's finally here. You know Time and place, you know what I mean? Like, there was a few before. <laughs> we let them come first, and now I'm here, you know what I mean? We're 100%, man. 100%. I'm here, but finally making it happen. So uh, let's, let's tell the people first kind of like how we met. Because I met you at this local talks event. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One of these uh, local Ottawa events for entrepreneurs and stuff like that. I heard your story. And going like back a little yeah. bit before that, I knew I already knew of The Drop, oh, which, is, which is your business. And we'll definitely get into yeah. all that. But I knew about it. I was like, yo, this is fucking cool, man. <laughs> Scroll through the gram. I'm like, this is, this is great. This is such a great idea. I wonder why no one's done this yet. Yeah. But man, it was great to meet you and then hear yeah. your story a little bit and then now you're here. That's it, man. Like I was so happy and grateful for the opportunity to be a part of local talks and you know, just meet other like minded individuals who are looking to get into entrepreneurship or are in entrepreneurship and looking to, you know, take that to the next level and something we were shooting the shit about before we got on the mics and just really, you know, giving a helping hand to those who need it in a sense who don't even know that they need it. You know yep. what I mean? Like Local Talks was a great opportunity to have like five of us on a panel and for you, the guests and the audience to be able to, you know, hear five different solutions to a problem that you may be having. You know what I mean? From 100%. all different types of, of uh, industries and avenues and 
for me, like, yeah, I own the job, which is footwear cleaning, but my marketing or my branding or the way I conduct business can be applied to your business as well, you know? So really great for that opportunity and being able to, you know, meet like-minded individuals. Maybe you weren't on the panel, but the people in the audience were still great and very, very happy to. That's know, the thing, man. It's, it's a community and everyone's That's kind it. of building up on their own experiences That's and it. we're all kind of bringing each other up. Without getting too deep into all that, yeah. let's let's take it back a little bit and, and talk about your story. Where did it start, man? Where did you grow up? Everything. Yeah. Let's start from the beginning, <laughs> from man. From the very, very beginning. Yeah, man. So um, I was born in Ottawa, Ontario. Um, a lot of the time I spent in the East End uh, around Blair. That's where like my grandparents were. Right. Uh, that's where like my most memories of me growing up was in that area, in the Pineview area. When I, maybe when I was about like seven or eight. I had moved over to um, more of like Central East in the Overbrook area, you know, like that's where I got like a lot of like my street smarts and a lot of like my grit and a lot of like my grind. Yeah, OB, you know what's up. You know what's up. You listening, you know what's up. So, um, yeah, man, that taught me a lot of my grit and how to be fortunate for everything I had. You know what I mean? I grew up with a lot of kids who didn't have what I had. You know what I mean? Or if I had something, it was how could I take care of it? to last a little bit longer you know what i mean so i grew up there and grew up like if anybody knows ob is like that big 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 park that's there you know that community center overbrook community center like i spent so much time there man like i grew up playing a lot of soccer i fell in love with that since i was probably like four or five years old you know so that field across the street like quick grab that ball run over you know what i mean quick pickup didn't matter if the guys were 15 18 and I was maybe 10, like, we just played to play. You know what I mean? Like, stay out of trouble. Stay play out of trouble. Play. That's that's exactly what I was about stay to say, Stay out of man. trouble, you know what I mean? That, so, that's what that's what any sport at that age kind of kind of yeah, does for you, especially bro. growing up in a neighborhood like that. Like, you got two ways you could go, you know what I mean? So for me to be able to find that as an outlet and do that and being able to see how far that took me from a very young age to maybe even, I think I was like 18, 19 when I, like, not even like hung up my boots, but realized like what I loved about the sport wasn't truly what I really loved about it anymore, you know? So I spent like a lot of time playing footy in Europe for um, like an FC Nantes and I've been to Spain and traveled around a little bit and just realizing what it takes to be a professional mm. athlete, right. not a professional person, professional athlete, okay. the hours you put in and the expectation from everybody else. You know what I mean? Like you got to be top form all the time injury no injury tired not tired so like that's where i kind of got my grit from you know what i mean okay like, i used to be outside running till 10 p.m 10 p.m 10 p.m running 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 and then when i got to like that higher stage because that's what i like to do when i was a kid but then when you get a little bit older you got friends you got girls <laughs> you got life you got money you want to do things you know what i mean and yeah being things, able to things put that, in that that in, in a professional environment can be viewed as a distraction exactly and exactly like taking so, you away from being if you want to be the best you, you gotta, gotta eliminate all this in. yeah you gotta put those hours in and yeah for like a young kid like myself like i think the first time i went to europe and i was doing that professional thing i was like 13 <laughs> what do you know at 13 about wanting to be a professional you know what i mean especially going, going over going overseas too right so yeah. yeah man that that saved me a lot but also taught me like work ethic you know what i mean like you can't teach worth ethic mm -hmm. like you got to be fully like in understanding that if you want something you got to work for it and that's where that came from you know i knew that not like i didn't want to be a pro was that if i wanted to be a pro i'm going to put in a lot more work than i'm already doing 
Mm. And if I understood that, I could apply that to anything else. Interesting. Which man. is what like led me here. You know what I mean? Like it's the same mindset. Yeah, it's it like, is. You got to be able to put in that work. You know what I mean? Like man, it's so funny you you mentioned that, yeah. bro. Because me, uh, I played football, but yeah. not that football. Yeah. My whole <laughs> my whole life growing up as a kid, and it taught me all those things that I carry with me to this day. Yeah, man. Things like you know putting the time in in those practices, like working twice as hard then so that the game can just be easy you that's know that's it the camaraderie with your teammates and and you know relying on somebody yep. next to you and then just being playing to the best of your ability yep. all these things sports teaches you that's it really it. does man and it, it forces you you know what i'm always i'll forever be grateful for like playing pickup or organized sports because i really like i gained brothers i gained sisters i gained a sense of maturity yeah um community feeling wholesome what it takes to be competitive what it takes to have humility um just things along the lines of just really being able to grow as a person you know like these are these are foundations yes we're not talking about like all oh, these are things that you can pick up on the on your way through life like these are foundations how you like treat other people how you respect people how you carry out on your day-to-day -day activity like it's crazy what sports can do for you is what i say you know what i mean like in a blind sense it's basically like principles to live yeah, by yeah. that's kind of how i view it it's like yeah. it's like anyone could teach you some tactic like like a lot of people who are non-athletes who look at like sport from the outside looking in they're like well look at look at these jocks or like look at yeah. these guys like oh i bet i could kick a field goal i bet i could do this rugby thing i bet i could do you that the hours he's putting it you don't yeah. you don't, <laughs> you don't. And, and and it's like yo maybe someone could teach you how to shoot a three-point like yeah like teach you the, the get, get the ball in the hoop yeah but does that mean you could go hoop nah absolutely nah, not man absolutely not like, <laughs> so, you get that shit swatted quick you know what I mean? 100% so. <laughs> man so so that no all that to say man like sport i think has a very important um imprint on who you become yeah of course. so let, let's talk about then when you knew though that you know the sport itself soccer yeah. just wasn't what you know you wanted to pursue your whole life professionally yeah, and and from there too just like getting those offers for like scholarships and going away i really i thought about it but i wasn't down for it and i really had an interest in you know wanting to be an architect it's so funny like where i'm at now and where i thought i was gonna be like five years ago you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i was like geared up i was in architecture school like i was studying architecture like i was yeah. living and breathing architecture like yo till this day like i love that stuff really you know what i mean i love design I like I do all my own designs too for the drop and yeah. a few other brands as well. Like, but I just love that. I love texture. I love colors. I love it helps just me continuously be creative. Right. And like that's what I loved about architecture. You know, so if anybody knows anything about architecture, like you don't really got a life. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't got. You, you, you don't got to be life. all in. On you got to be all in. Like you're spending like twenty hours a week on projects. You still got like tests. You still got other assignments to work on, and so on and so forth. So yeah, realizing like trying to play soccer and do that was never gonna be what I wanted it to be. You know what I mean? And something had to give. Something had to give exactly. So yeah. I'm like, let's do that because for me in my mind, a building can last a lot longer than your career. Mm. You know what I mean? One injury, you're done. Or you play all this time, you play five, five, ten years as a professional, you don't really become a household name, you're gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're designing and you're working on these buildings that could be up here, you know, 20 years. You you, you drive by it every time, you're like, yeah, I did that building. Yeah. yeah I built that building. Like or, 200 yeah. years, man. That's like, what I'm saying, legacy. bro. Like, <laughs> it's, that's it. It's legacy. You know, yeah, it's like man. leaving an imprint 
in your community or leaving an imprint in a city leaving it leaving an imprint anywhere it may be you know what i mean Man, so that's so interesting i i, yeah. I don't know anyone who's actually yeah, actively bro. into architecture like yeah, that man. man it's crazy i'm always looking at places that's I'm always looking that's at places. so by, by you know right. and it just it just comes down to like overall design too because yeah i'm always thinking about how am i going to level up the store yeah 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 like what tech can i plug in what artwork can i plug in what type of design can i not even rip but inspire me to do something on my own you know what i mean or m yeah. make it my own in a sense so i'm always i'm always on that like i follow probably more architecture pages than i do people <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you know man. what i mean so i love that yeah man just when, really into design and, and, and when that. i was traveling in italy I, yeah. I got to really look at the architecture there and yeah. just take a step back and be like brother they did it right yeah bro they, they just got some like, next stuff like they there, did bro. some crazy stuff i was in florence and just looking at that dome and then i got obsessed i like i like how'd they do this i, yeah. I watched documentaries on it i went yeah, deep yeah. i'm like this bruno leschke yeah. guy or something like that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah he did like the the crazy arches and the buttresses and i, you know I was what? like yo this stuff's too and much thing, for me yo, bro one thing that you really got to take in is yeah. that we're looking at this in our day and age and being like that that was probably like nothing for him to do. Their resources, fam, when I tell you, oh, are slim crates. to none, bro. They had nothing. Like they had tools. They had bro. nothing. They had no tools. Like it was all like you know a piece of metal. Who knows where they got it? And yeah. I, and I, like a little chisel, and they're going ahead at it. You know what I mean? Making these different types of shapes and textures. So well, we freak out if a construction worker these days gets hurt on the <laughs> job and has to do like. What do you mean, bro? Like no back shots. Back then at they the, were just dying. They're, they're just like... dying, bro. And like no <laughs> shots at construction workers, but we all know one guy's doing the work and three others are posted. You know <laughs> Yo, what I'm man, saying? Like man. it's no hate, but like that's so that's funny, what it man. is, right? So, man, I was not expecting to get into architecture yeah. with you. That's so interesting. Yeah, bro, I got gems that's that's I hype man gems, i feel like we could go deep on that like yeah. for me uh another place was chicago I've never been but i've always wanted to go to chicago like i was just It'll telling blow my girl your mind like, bro we gotta go like you have to and and to me just like i'm not a like always too big on those sightseeing tours and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that but i did one of those uh, on the on their big river their yeah. canal there on the boat mm. bro this Worth lady it, eh? blew my mind just talking about this art deco, this, like, yeah, oh, this next level. Like Homer architecture. Virgil, yeah. Kanye, exactly. Don C, all these cats. Blew yeah. my mind just like just looking around like, man, this is like this is like Yeah. This is a city where like if you have a dream, like it shows the humans like if you have a dream, yeah, you can just make whatever you want happen. Yo. All these this all started with just a seed. Someone's like, yeah. I want the Sears Tower. I, I want it. this. I it want started with an idea with some guy who was just like, I want to make the tallest building in the world. I love him. You man. know what I mean? Like, and he and he went for it. Maybe yeah. rules and regulations maybe had to cut him down, but in his mind, he's like, Yo, I want the dopest, the biggest, the baddest building in this city. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's how I think about the drop. You know, I I'm trying to lead my brand and my vision to be the the spot where people go yep. to get their bags done, their shoes done, like. I want to be that guy. You know what I mean? I don't, doesn't mean I need to have like 10 drops with all these crazy architectural design. Right. It's, can I build my brand and my vision to be strong enough to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did it. You mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. I did it from like my city. I did it for my vision. I did it for what I wanted to do with my life. You know what I mean? And really just injecting my own taste and in, in culture into what's going on around me. So, and someone who doesn't really understand the building of something from from the bottom up yeah. might might view that as like oh he sounds so selfish yeah. or like yo he's thinking like 
oh me yeah what my city what i could do for but it's actually like the polar opposite it's like this is my vision and what yeah. i want to give to the world and leave that's behind it. so it. man let's actually before we 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 talk about all that let's take it back a little bit and talk about what inspired you to start this business uh so the drop itself man is just years in the making like subliminally Mm. self-consciously right i like i said i grew up in overbrook and if everyone knows that neighborhood it's it's a rough neighborhood you know what i mean so in that time like you kind of had to you know save up save up your money you know and make sure that you wanted to get the things that you wanted to do because you see all your friends flexing on the corner with all these sick sick stuff and most of them were d-boys for me you know what i mean and i wanted to be not be like them but i wanted to have the shoes like them right you know what i'm saying so it really came down to those one or two pairs i got a year maybe indoor or outdoor and like to be honest like a lot of them came from you know zellers walmart walmart yeah, yeah. giant tiger and i loved it you know i think my first pair of like actual dope shoes that i really like fucked with were a pair of and ones and ones and ones bro and they were <laughs> white and i used to just go home every day after school after a full day of wearing them and get my toothbrush out a little bit of toothpaste and a bucket of water, sit on my back steps, make them clean, make sure they were ready for tomorrow. Because I was not going to school looking like a fool. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to be outside, like, running around with all the kids in my neighborhood after school on the weekends and have, like, whack shit when all the guys that I'm looking up to are wearing all the dope stuff, right? So over time, like, those shoes just lasted me longer and longer and longer, you know? Instead of getting or only having two pairs a year, those two pairs, because I took care of them, turned into four pairs a year, six pairs a year, eight pairs a year because now I'm building a rotation because I'm taking care of my shoes, you know what right. I mean? So one of the big problems is people will get one pair of fresh kicks, yep. run them into the ground and get them all scuffed up, get them all fucked and up. And it's it. like, bro, I guess I got to buy a new pair. And that, and that's it. And there, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. If you love something, and this is the thing about like the sneaker industry right now is that a lot of people are just really into buying and flipping, not buying and wearing. It's like things will be valuable and you'll appreciate them so much more the more you wear them in my opinion, because you're building a then relationship a with your shoes. Yeah. And then sitting in a box, like you're like, you could tell stories like, yo, remember that one time I was wearing these shoes, this fit, it was so fly. We went out, we hit the club. Like, yo, everyone was like, yo, where'd you get those shoes? Like, yeah, Oh, yeah, yo, yeah. as if you have those, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And me being able to understand footwear is like, I've been out so many times. I've worn fly kicks out. And if I messed them up, I was never concerned. I went home, I cleaned them. They were Gucci. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. were, they were, they were straight. Versus a lot of people, they don't have that opportunity. You know what I mean? The amount of people that come into the shop now and are just like, yeah, man, I wore them out one time. I went to the club, cranberry juice, henny, henny on these laces. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, yeah, bro, trust me. I've Such been there. I got you. Story. I swear to God, bro. Like, Such a and I know, story, I know a lot of people watching this podcast are probably going to be like, yeah, that's me. I definitely got three or four pairs that have definitely been through that situation. So that's how, that's what inspired me. You know what I mean? Not having it a lot as a kid seeing all the kids in my neighborhood yeah. wearing like you know jays or like a little bit of like designer shoes and things like that like really just pushed me to want to you know be a sneakerhead collect wear you know what i mean just really build a rapport with my own shoes for myself like right i got a lot of shoes but doesn't mean that they don't get worn they all get worn they all get taken care of like yeah. nobody misses a cleaning day you know what i mean like yeah everybody's all the shoes get taken care of so just really continuing like you know where i started from nowadays my shoes do get left behind a little bit for everybody else but that's just business 
I love that, man. You know, I love so. that story. It's such, it, it's the stories that I'm not going to lie. Like everyone wants to hear the story yeah, of yeah. someone starting something out of their own personal passion and struggle. But what was the catalyst moment? What was the moment you decided, all right, you know what? I need to take this idea and actually do something with it. So uh, it's funny you say that because when I lived in Toronto for a little bit, about a year, um, I tried to do a thing out there and, and make myself uh, be someone within the industry. But I realized in Toronto, I, I had to jump a lot higher versus in Ottawa where the the community and the culture was a little bit lower. I knew if I implanted myself with something that I wanted to do, or be as someone within my own city, this was the place for me to be. Okay. You know what I mean? So I came back. I was working at this uh, clothing store called Common Concept Shop. Okay. And I, I worked my way up, bro. Like, I first came back from Toronto. I was working, like, at the door as a host, you know. And from there, I went into doing graphic design for them. And then from there, I went to running their social media. And then from social media, I went on to, you know, directing the way the brand looked you know, the way people perceive the brand. And from there, just working a lot of, around a lot of high-end things yeah. and shoes that, like, you know, they were different to me. Like, now I'm in designer to talk about Rick Owens. I didn't know about Rick Owens. I don't know nothing about Dior. Uh -huh. I didn't know nothing about that stuff, you know? So that made me realize, okay, so all these people are buying these thousand-plus-dollar shoes from the store and we're selling them Jason Marks. You know what I mean? It's like, where who's the professional that's going to be able to get those scuff marks or take care of those shoes for you? It's the old shoe cobbler guy who doesn't know what these shoes are, or should it be the me, the guy who's in this store selling these things to people, and looking at it like, oh, there's a business here. Yeah. There, there, there's an opportunity here to cater to these people who are buying these shoes, and you know what? Like that's how I thought in the beginning, but everybody has shoes, so it doesn't even matter at that point. So, yeah, working there really taught me the foundations of how to run a business, how to plug it in and make things work for me, twist things to make it work the right way ended up breaking my foot in the summer of like July 2018 and that's when I just like I'm like yeah I got two three months to myself what am I gonna do had the concept had the idea and just started plugging thing in, things things in that I knew from when I first started working at Common you know what I mean <laughs> just the grind just the grind bro bro I love this story just so the grind, much bro. because like I could already see like like a Forbes article or something yeah. like <laughs> how day. how breaking his foot started a shoe cleaning empire like you know what i'm yeah, saying I don't know i'm telling you bro like it's it's a funny story it's actually hilarious that you put it like that but it's it's, it's you know that's how they want they're gonna frame that's it. how they're gonna frame it and i'm cool with that you know why because it's gonna grab people's attention on like how one such a simple concept people are gonna be like oh he broke his foot and we yeah, had one shoe so they don't know everything that, that built up to it they don't know the that's toothbrush it. and all this but like man that, man this fires me up this whole story I'm gets me so you, pumped up because you genuinely saw a need you saw yeah. something in niche market bro this niche market that is like bro these people are dropping bare money yeah, on kicks bro. and you know yeah these people have money but that would, wouldn't they like to extend the life of their yeah, shoe? Yeah, the lifespan of their shoe, yeah. Bro, because the the thing is, like, you buy some 
something of good quality or, yep. or with a good name behind it, you yep. actually do want it to last a little longer. I, I've experienced this myself where I started buying shoes that are, you know, I used to, I used to like, this was just a mentality I had yeah. when I was younger. Let me get the cheapest Aldo shoes I could possibly yes, get sir. or spring shoes, whatever. Yes, like, sir. let me get the cheapest shit to Vegan rock at leather. the. <laughs> <laughs> Vegan leather for those guys at uh, Call It Spring. and all Yeah, the, you know, exactly. Sure. You get those and, and, you know, the shoe would last maybe like a couple wears before yeah, the sole would come off. Yeah. The, the, the. It's like shit's just falling, just apart, falling apart, man. Apart. And I'm just like, man, you know what? Why don't I buy like a couple of really good dress yeah. shoes? Yep. They'll set me back a few hundred bucks each each time. But and then I'll have a rotation of like solid Fox. dress shoes. And you man. know what? They'll last you so much longer. And the thing about quality leather or you investing in your shoes is that they're just gonna get more comfy for you. Right. You They'll mold I mean? to they're my gonna foot. mold to your foot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, like I when it comes to dress shoes, and yeah, we polish dress shoes at this job. No cap. We do it all. Do it all. <laughs> I love it when it's worn in. It shows the age of the shoe. You know what I mean? And with that age of the shoe tells a story. Yeah. That like, yo, every time I've had these or I've worn these, yeah, they look a little bit worn in, but I get them buffed up. I get them cleaned up and I'm happy to wear them again because they look new or they're comfortable. And that's my shoe. Right. That's my go to. You okay. know what I mean? So like I like I like it when it's like that. I like I like that there are people like you in this world because I will say I, like I can't toot my horn at all. Yeah. I have the opposite, yeah. In terms of the shoe maintenance, so even though I bought the nicer shoes, even though I feel like I have enough shoes, I'm not a yo. I'll yeah. be I'll be completely upfront. Not a sneakerhead over here. Yeah. Across this table, yeah. I'm not. I, I like a nice shoe. Yep. But I don't like spending a ridiculous amount of I money you, for bro. it. I hear you. You know, I just I like to have my shoes. Thugs. I like to get a new couple pairs every year. That's it. Very, very, very yeah. just casual shoe purchaser yep. over here. But I suck at maintaining them. Yep. And I bought all the things that I thought I had to get. The the leather cleaner, the mink oil, yeah. the, you know, the, yep. the for, for our, our shitty Canadian winters, yeah, that little vinegar sounding. Vinegar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've, I bought all that and I still find myself like, ah, man, fuck it. And that's it. It's just like, honestly... What I find about shoe maintenance or just maintenance of anything in general, the, the greatest thing that we have at in the literally in the palm of our hands and every cell phone is the internet. Yeah. Like if you actually want to take care of your shoes, you want your shoes to look good, there's there's guys out there making those videos. You know what I mean? But where the drop comes in handy is for the guys like you. You love your shoe. You don't love shoes. Mm-hmm. You buy shoes. Yeah. You want to, you buy good shoes. You want them to last longer. Yeah. You just don't want to invest your time in doing that. Exactly. Boom. Boom. There's my solution. There it is. And I could tell you for a fact there's so many people out there like me who are just like, man, you know, yeah, let me buy a good pair of shoes, but at the same time, I'm not going to bust out all the shit, clean it up, do all this, man. Why don't I just get... It's not for everybody. You know... That's why I love I love the idea of your service, and I regret I haven't used it yet. I wish I could have uh, had that. One hundred percent discount. Ah, no, no discounts, no discounts over here, bro. I I pay I pay full (laughs) price, bro. But um, I'm excited to use the service, and I think everyone should be able to uh, go check it out. What's the website? Uh, www.the2- dash dash whatever you want to call it drop.com so the hyphen hyphen or dash dash drop.com that's boom. it boom and, and that'll take you there and yeah. you know what if you're someone who lives in barhaven uh canada bell's corners billingsbridge area we got you could book online oh damn yeah you could book online we got a partner with uh goodfellows cleaners 
where if you book online, you could bring it to them. It doesn't matter where it is. We'll pick it up for you, service it, and get it right back to that spot for you in about, like, three days. Love it. Yeah, so don't worry if, like, you're far away and you can't make that trek downtown to our uh, headquarters store, our flagship store. Yeah. We got those, like, in the burbs for you guys. I love it, man. Yeah, man. It's like It's like I almost think of it like it should be in the future just as normal as getting your dry cleaning done. And that's, and that's Let me get my shoe cleaning done. That's it. That's you know, it. it's just so, it just makes so much sense. Yeah, and th- and that's the best thing about our partnership now with Goodfellows and where our um, location is now is that we're partnered with dry cleaners. So my whole concept and design around the job was let's not inconvenience anybody. If you're going to get your dry cleaning done, bring your shoes with you. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no transfer of money between the dry cleaner and ourselves maybe they don't understand the dry cleaners the concept of cleaning the shoe or what we can do for them if you book it online we're going to give you a one service no matter what yeah instead of you coming downtown and having a conversation with us you just know that if you're booking online you're paying a certain price that's our premium price and you're getting the works you know what i mean and that's cool that's it you just bring them with you drop it off boom Deal. I love the simplicity of yeah, it. Let's it switch gears a little bit and talk about the actual business model of the drop and how yeah. how is it exactly that you first started? What are some of the things that you know you had to do to get this business off the ground? That's honestly, man, that's a good question because I don't get to sit back too much and think about how I got to where I'm at right now. You know, so yeah. I really just look back at that time where. I was working at Common and they gave me the foundations to really understand how to use uh, an e-commerce platform. Uh, so uh, people may or may not know, but we are uh, the drop is partnered up with Shopify. Um, they have about uh, four like headquarter locations, not headquarter locations, but four offices in all of Canada. Um, they have two in, two in Ottawa, three in Toronto, one in Montreal, and then I think two offices in Waterloo. So we service all those offices. Wow. Yeah. So super like little back end story about Shopify, but I've always been plugged in with Shopify, learning about Shopify and, you know, meeting the right people to help me plug into where I wanted to be. So taking that experience with that, I really catered the business at first to be online only. So I partnered up with uh, Common was one of them, um, headquarters, stomping ground and market cleaners. So these were all places where you could go once again, not inconveniencing you like you're going to Common, you're going to shop. Right. You're going to headquarters, you're probably getting a coffee, you're getting your hair done. Uh, stomping ground, you're going to buy clothes, shoes, whatever it may be, and headquarters where you were going to do your dry cleaning. So all places where you'd find yourself going all the time, you knew that you could book the service online and drop it off to any of those four locations. Okay, I got a sub-question before, before we move forward too quick okay. because I know, like you said, this is something uh, you know you don't put too much thought in because yeah. you know, you've come so far, and, and we'll get yeah. there. But... How do you go about making these partnerships? You, you know what I'm saying? Like if someone listening to this it's right now tough, and is like, yo, I want to start something, but how do I how do I get even it's in tough. front of these people? And a lot a lot of the time, like when people, you know, are like, hey, yo, how do I manage my relationships? And, I, and if anyone's been to any of like the panels I've been on, that's been one of my key things that I always mention is manage your relationships. So a lot of them came from just working at Common and either they were my bosses who went off to do other things yeah. or friends that I've met through working there and we've done like collaborations with them. I check in on them. I'm like, yo, man, how you doing? How's the store doing? Like, how's everything? Like, I'll drop in. I'll be like, oh, man, you need some cards? Like, what's going on? Like, what's the low? You know what I mean? Like, what's up? What's good with you? Like, forget the business. Be there for the people. Love it. Have genuine interest in what they're doing. You know what I mean? Because yes. at the end of the day, they were where you were at at one point, and now they're there. And now you're looking at them to be like, how can you help me out? Or like, how can I? How can we work together? 
So it's outside the business. Make sure that they're good. Do you know what I mean? That's how that's how I went about making like my partnerships be good. You know what I mean? Like making sure that people actually knew that I was a caring person, which I am. Like, forget the business aside. I'm more forever grateful for what they've been able to allow me to do to get to where I am. But I like them as people. You know what I mean? Forget that. Put business aside. Put politics aside. Put everything aside. Like, I genuinely, these guys are my friends. Like, genuinely my friends. And I, I talk to them like I would talk to any of my other boys. They just happen to own businesses. Love it. You know what I'm saying? No, it just makes so much sense. Yeah, so just like, really managing my relationships and keeping up to date and checking in and not even like because I wanted to go in there and shop and I had a reason there and I'm like, yo, hook me up with a discount. People can smell that from from a, a mile yeah, away. Bro, like, that shit like, stinks. You know, that shit stinks. <laughs> that it's shit like, stinks, it's like It's like the, the person was like, what what can I get from this person? Yeah, yeah. What can I extract out of this individual? It's like, I don't know. I've, yeah, I, I'm not saying I've got a perfect bullshit detector, yeah. but like, you know, you could tell it's like, all right, what do you want? So, so you some know people just don't like don't cover it up too well. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think you should. I think you should be straightforward if you're gonna go about it. If you need something from someone or you're looking to do something with someone, like be honest, be straightforward. Like that's how I don't beat around operated. the bush. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they'll respect you for coming forward, whether it's a yes or a no. They'll be like, "Yo, they came with me with the straight shit and wasn't like, hey man, like how are you doing?'" When they know you don't ask them that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they know you don't ask them that. Like. Yeah, yeah. you're there for a reason so if you always manage your relationships when it comes to that time where you do have an idea or a concept or something that you are generally interested in whether you need business advice or anything if you're generally interested in like what those people are doing yeah it will always be more comfortable for you to go and approach them and, and be man, like, that's just a life tip in general business or not like just that's it, it if you're gonna have relationships with people why yeah. not try make the best most ma- of it man. maintain them like yeah, make the most and of if it. not then what what's that relationship for what why do you even care about this person that's acquaintances if you don't? bro yes exactly that's not everyone's your friend but you can have acquaintances you know what i mean that's and fine too there's, yeah, nothing, there's nothing wrong, wrong with, that, with that but like check in on people yeah there's nothing wrong with that at keep, all. keep that honest relationship open yeah. check up on them see how they're doing i think we need a lot more of that and in, in oh, such an ever connected society i don't think we've ever been more lonely i don't think people have ever been more Deep. just like <laughs> Deep, bro. Deep. yeah man. Like, <laughs> no but like i actually feel that like like we're all like you know ottawa let's say ottawa yeah. we're all one connection removed from each other right Facts. everyone knows everybody and if they don't Facts. they know a person who knows that person Facts. so like my kind of my whole point is like even though you have this big network of friends this big community and stuff yeah. what what are you missing what why aren't you creating those genuine ones relationships with people yeah. that are like should last a lifetime if you nurture them if you that's water it. that plant that's it plant the seed and water it you know what i mean and that applies to business as well so you know yeah starting uh starting the drop and being able to get where i was is me was planting that seed with with my friends yeah you know what i mean i love and that just man. like watering that seed like when i was working at common I, I had no plans of like starting my own business and running off you know what i mean and trying like do what i wanted to do for myself it was yo I like these guys. I like what they're doing. Like we get along well. Like yeah. we have similar interests. Like you're you're different, but we're still on the same line and like with goals and you know things like that, missions and visions and all that stuff. Just being on the same like line in the same like environment. Yeah, 
that was easy after I left. You know what I mean? Because they still had respect for me and the things that like we did together and the yeah. things that I, I wanted to do moving forward. Like they believed in me more than I believed in myself. Damn. Because I, I didn't even really know. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I have this idea for a business. They're like, damn. Like, you, you got something. You know what I mean? Like, you got something. Like, if you work on it, you, you got something for you. That's what you want. And I just put in that work. Absolutely, man. I just put it in. Sorry to, to take you off on that tangent. I, yeah. w- let's bring it back. Though. Yeah, let's get back to where so, we're at. So, yeah, like, you know, you built these relationships. You get in yeah. th- all these partnerships uh, yep. with, with different locations. And now you're offering the service not only online, but physically. But physically, yes. And that, and that was the biggest thing. I saw a real big shift in, like, our online to our in-store. Like, the numbers, you can't even compare the numbers. Being in-store, having that relationship being able to talk to someone, explain them the difficulties that you're having with your footwear, with your bags, with with anything in terms of just like around that subject. Bro, like online you don't get that. You don't. You, you don't. you're missing the life supporting re- shit. Life <laughs> <laughs> supporting shit. So no, like, no, it's so true. You really got to be able Fuck to Fuck your chat butt. <laughs> yeah, bro, like what? Like and it's funny cuz like I actually have that on the drop site, no, but it man. comes like straight to my phone, so you're actually dealing with me like no, personally. No, no, I, I was I was completely trolling yeah. to, to, to all my e-commerce homies yeah. out there. Don't, don't hate me, man. I'm, I'm going to have one soon too. No, yeah. no, I I get it. I get you it. No, so it's like they've made it easier now for you to be able to connect with people but at the same time nothing's going to be the same as that face-to-face interaction you know what i mean like people want to know that you have the general want and care and understanding of how you're going to deal with their footwear how you're going to deal with their bags to make sure that they come out the way that they remember them you know what i mean like things go through rough times people go through rough times you grow your beard like oh man I, like i had a rough three months i grew my beard people are like oh yo, man i haven't seen you like this with a beard like oh is this new and then you you shave it off and you're like yeah i'm, I'm me again you know what i mean like that's how i see it with like footwear and stuff like your shit got all scuffed up not what you like you're like yeah let me go take care of it let me go make myself feel good and that's what it is for me like footwear is a big confidence thing oh like, it is man i'm and- telling you right now like there's been so many times like i got dressed i'm like yeah i'm looking fly like shoes in my mind like i'm not even at the door to put my shoes on yet i get to the door my shoes are fucked i'm like okay fit change <laughs> full fit change bro full i'm not even full fit change like i'm i'm like up there like i'm getting ready i'm feeling good i'm like yeah man i look good man. the shoes are gonna top it off they're not there come to think of you it yeah I mean? the shoes are the 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 tie they're the tie and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. for me like even though I'm getting ready and I'm putting my clothes on, my first thought is my shoes. Like, what am I going to wear on my feet? From what I'm wearing on my feet dictates the pants I wear. Am I going to wear baggy pants? If I'm wearing baggy pants, it's because I'm wearing these type of shoes. If yeah. I'm wearing fitted pants or jeans, it's because I'm wearing these type of but shoes. But that's one thing people, like, neglect yeah. is, like, the relationship between the, the cut of your pant and how, how it ends so and, and your shoe. So that's, I think, like, <laughs> as, as dudes, I think it's almost a responsibility now is, like, man, you got to know that relationship yeah, and gotta, coordinate it with your kicks. Yeah, man. Like, pull it up real quick. Be like, yo, boot cut jean, straight leg jean, fitted jean, baggy jean, baggy pant, whatever it may be. Just, like, really take just that extra second. Because you know, once you do it once or twice, like, you already know what's up. You're not doing it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? You already know, like, okay, like, if I'm going to wear this pants, I've got to wear, like, this style shoe with it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, man, just really being able to understand, like, trying to cater to people and having that face-to-face interaction and just really seeing their genuine excitement when they get it back. They're like, oh, yo, man, I I didn't even think it was going to be like this. Yeah. Like, exceeding people's expectations. Yeah. That's what I live for. 
Let's talk about the service delivery side of things. Let's do it. How did it start off at the beginning? How are you actually like physically cleaning the shoes for people? Yeah. And like, you know, tell us that story a little bit. Yo, D-Pack, it gets real deep here. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. Like if I, if I'm about to open up on some stuff that like, I really, how I started off and like, I'm telling you right now, people will be like, nah, that's not right. Nah, hey, or nah, nah, that's not real. Like you're capping. Like you're, you're not telling the truth. And it's just like, I just really wanted it for myself that bad. You know what I mean? I didn't really care how I was going to get it or where I was going to get it. I was going to get it. Right. It didn't matter to me. So you'd book online. And, like, at the time, I was mostly just staying, like, in Canada. I wasn't even really staying in my own ends, you know. So I was in Canada a lot. And if that order came through and it was downtown, like, your boy was going downtown. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to get those shoes. I'd bring them back to the crib. Like, whether that be a warm summer day, I'd do them outside. Or I, like... At one point, I just started doing them in the bathtub, bro. Like, yeah. I just would, like, 10, 15 pairs, bro, line them outside the, the washroom door, and just, like, nobody come in. <laughs> the drop is in right now. These are business <laughs> hours right now we're running. So, <laughs> that, bro, I was in there. I was oh, just, like, man. set up in the bathroom, bro, like, getting this work done for people. Like, I really believed that if I could do it here, I could do it anywhere. You know what I mean? So, I really just started there, man, driving all over the city, like, picking them up dropping them off like people dming like yo man i got 10 pairs in my mind i'm like all right 10 pairs you can't you probably don't want to bring that downtown with you yo send me your addy pull up to the crib i'll come pick them up i'll come pick them up yeah bring them back with me no additional charge i was going there wherever you were i was picking them up dropping them back cleaning them up i'm talking like two three day turnaround time like i wasn't playing games bro like i was like in the grind like if i picked them up from you like that night i was probably working on them yeah and i was cool with that you know what i mean like i was cool with that i'm like the faster I can get this guy's shoes back to him, he's going to, like, or a girl, they'll be like, yo, this is good service. Damn. Like, he's coming to pick it up for me. He's doing it in, like, quick-ass time. And he's going to bring it back to me. And I'm paying the same fee that I would pay if I brought it downtown. So you started off doing this all alone? Yeah, bro. You didn't have anybody helping you? Like, my girl, my girl would, like drive the whip okay <laughs> you had your but, foot broken like yeah at the, i couldn't at i couldn't do that you know <laughs> what i mean like, yeah i don't know but like, but still man yeah man like tough. honestly like i had i had one employee that i started with when i first opened it and he was just graduating high school right and i wanted to give him the opportunity to enjoy his summer and if there was like if it was like a crazy amount like 40 pairs or something like that i would holler at him you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like that. That's outside of my. Like, You've gotten that before. Like, yeah, bro. Like, like I'm telling you, like they've been 30, 40 pairs inside the crib, and we're, we're talking about tripping on shoes that are not even yours. Bro. And you're like, yo, why are all these shoes in here? Like I'm like ready to like pitch these <laughs> shoes, like throw them outside, throw them in the garage, and I'm like, yo, those are not mine. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is business right here. Like I'm looking at these shoes, and I'm like, that's money. You know what I mean? Like you're doing well. Like keep going, keep going. Like these 30, 40 pairs. Like yeah, I'm uncomfortable with where I'm at. Yeah, it's tight. Yeah, I'm yeah. tripping over things, but. That's 30, 40 pairs inside my crib. Damn. Bro. You know what I mean? Like, People just want to see the glamorous. They just want to see the. They just want to see you today. Oh, look, yeah. he's got all these locations, all these partnerships. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur. But this is what people need to hear. Tell You're you, in bro. the shit, bro. Yeah. You were in the shit, in the Literally. trenches, bro. I was, I was grinding, man. I Be- love this, man. And it was just like, I knew what I wanted for myself. I, I, it wasn't to be a, a sneaker or a shoe like extraordinaire or be like the biggest sneaker head or the guy who knew how to deal with all sneakers and just clean sneakers. I just knew I wanted to be successful in anything and whatever it was going to be. Like I knew that when it comes back to that sports thing, like 
I knew what it took to be where I wanted to be. And like, if I wanted it, I'm going to have to work for it. And that's yeah. the mentality I put in my, in my head every day. Like right now, like the thing that I repeat to myself every morning I wake up, I'm like, I don't even know where I've heard this from, but just stay rooted, stay rooted. They'll plant your roots, believe in what you're doing, man, and get it done. Like, don't matter what it is, where it is, how it is, like plant your roots, man. Like dig into it, dig into what you're doing. Like, yeah, man. You just you just have to. It's important. Like, if you want to see yourself go far, you want to see yourself go places. Like, when everyone's telling you no, you got to be the only one telling yourself yes. Ooh, big facts. That's power facts. I'm telling man. you right now, bro. That's like, so stay true, rooted, man. Fam. Because look, whenever you do start something, I find people are actually on on the surface, on the yep. face, positive. Like, oh yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Good for you, 100%. bro. But like then as soon as things like start to get a little bit tough or this or that, they're like, yeah, yeah bro, I told you, you shouldn't have been wasting your time yeah. with all that bullshit, bro. <laughs> I wanted to tell, tell you, you, I wanted to tell you, bro, but like, you know, you and seemed excited it. about it. But then it. like it's those same people who probably reach out to you now like, yo, bro, yeah, man, I can't believe you. It. Yo, yeah, you're yeah, killing yeah, it. Yeah. I get these DMs all the time now, yeah, bro, bro, with the podcast. Yeah, I'm shit. sure you see it. Exactly. You know, <laughs> it's so and, weird, man. And it's just like, you really just got to understand that maybe they weren't rooting against you. No, no, no. It's just they like... They may have not have been your biggest supporter in the Their beginning. own limiting beliefs, their own kind of yeah. stories that, that they've told themselves. But yeah. it all comes back to that rooting yourself. Exactly. And so, you know, something that I started doing, and not to make this about me at no, all. No, go, bro. We were talking. Like, <laughs> something like I started doing was like daily affirmations. I, I used to think it was complete bullshit. I'm nah, like, bro, what's all this? What's all this affirmation shit, bro? What do you mean? Like, I, yeah. I'm going to repeat something and it's going to happen? Like, Bro, I'm telling you right now, one thing that I always tell like to myself, to my girl, to my family, to my friends, is just like, if you say it enough, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. Yeah. It for sure happen. Like, I believe that man. Think you, it into existence. That's it, bro. Like, yeah, preparation, like preparation, and like becoming successful go hand in hand. Like, you gotta yeah. prep yourself. You didn't know when that opportunity is gonna come, but you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready all the time. Hundred like, percent. Don't man. sleep. Never sleep. That's what like that's what fascinates me so much about people who are successful and yep. have have reached you know what society would label as successful. Right. Yep. They're not lazy. They're never like nah, trying bro. to find this sneakiest way to the top, whatever that may be. You see Tom Brady watching game film. Always. You like like till four a.m. Like you know the guy. The, you s- you it. don't see Michael Jordan like just chilling. No, nah, like, they're always in the gym. They're always training. They're always watching. They're always trying to make themselves better. You know what I mean? And one thing that was really big for me and what I started a lot of in twenty twenty was I told myself that I wanted to read more. It's free knowledge, bro. I'm not a big reader, like. I kind of passed that off and dusted off, but something I really wanted to do with myself in 2020 was read a lot more. So I started getting up a little bit early instead of spending that 15 minutes on my phone when I first get up, like what happened overnight when I was sleeping, like who emailed me, who texted me. It was, okay, let's find a book that I want to read. And for the first 45 minutes, you know, wash my face, get up, I'm awake, I'm reading 45 minutes a day, every morning. If it takes me a month to finish a book, it takes me a month. If I finish it in two weeks, I finish it in two weeks. But I'm waking up every morning, first 45 minutes, the first thing I'm seeing in my and in, in putting into my head are these words on paper. some Something that someone else is giving to you, whether that be for free or you buy the book at whatever cost it may be at. But you got to be able to understand that things that are outside or things that you want to do for yourself, you got to weigh them. You know what I mean? Like, my phone is not that important. Like... You message me at, at 1 a.m., you could wait. 
yeah. you can wait like yeah. i got to deal with me first and that's the hard thing that being an entrepreneur is a lot of people forget about putting themselves first you know what i mean doing a little bit of things for themselves like it's so important it's so important like back in the gym back like not even back started reading more just really catering what i'm doing now to a point where i'm not doing those 34 pairs in the bathroom anymore you know what i mean i have that time now where yeah my, my work is at work when i'm home i'm home you know what i mean like if I got to do work at home, sure, but it's not for long. It's never for long. I'm never spending the whole day at home working. You know what I mean? Like, if I just work 12 hours, I know I got to put in a little bit of hours to be where I want to be, but in reason. No one's productive. Not, not at the expense of your own no, health. Nope. Your own leveling up, your nah. own. Because that shit will make you crash. Exactly. You got to have the long-term view yep. of the success. It's yep. not like I'm going to go full steam ahead, work 24 hours, nah. three days in a row, and nah. burn out. There comes a certain time in the day, a lot of people think they're productive. You're not productive. No, man. Like 2, 3 in the morning. <laughs> trust me, 2, 3 in the morning, you're not productive. People you're glorify not. that bullshit. Like, to me, nah. I'm... Nah, get I, your sleep. Like, I am so with you on all this, bro. I've implemented these systems in my life as well that are, like, the reading every day. Yeah. I never considered myself to be much of a reader myself, but... Yeah. That was just another story that I was telling, telling myself. Yourself. Yeah, I was like, man. wait, what the fuck? I can read. Like, why can't I like, read? I'm not illiterate. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're just not making the time for it. Exactly. So I cut the Netflix out. No Netflix needed. Yep. I, uh, you know, stopped drinking uh, for a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I'm going out and I'm, I'm doing all the random bullshit. Like, that's, that's four hours here. That's the next day. I'm that's hungover. It. I'm that's like it. this, that, that kind of thing. That's it. Bro, I'm blowing through books. Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm enjoying them, You're bro. Enjoying I'm it. telling you, I feel like You're such a weirdo these days. No, I, I'll come home and I'm more excited to like read after a long day of work yep. to unwind than I was to watch TV, bro. And that's the thing, man. Like, a lot of people got to understand that. Riches come in different forms. You know what I mean? You could go out and have a good time with your friend and that be your your, your riches. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a great time. Like, I enjoyed it. Me and my boys, we went out. We had a good time. But then riches comes in a form like, yo, bro, I complete. I read this whole book in a week, two weeks, three weeks. You know what I mean? Like You just downloaded somebody's life experience. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know like, what like, you've upgraded your software, your yeah. brain. You've upgraded that. You've taken yourself to a new I level. Like and like you know that. what? Like, People who really fuck with you, they'll understand, like, you're not going out. Like, my boys, oh, yeah. they don't see me go out. Like, I got I got boys who are club owners. Yo, Tev, come through. I got you on a bottle, bro. We haven't seen you in a long time. Like, come turn up with us and, like, have a good time. And I'm like, that's not where I'm at right now. And that's not to say there isn't a time and a place to time do place, that. Bro. That's fine. But, yo, when you start to examine what you're doing with your yep. time and reverse engineering where you want to be yep. versus where you are so now. So important, bro. It's like, okay, well, what doesn't make sense? What in my 24 has to get cut out? Exactly. Because we all get the same 24. We got the same 24. You got the, like, I tell these people all the time, I'm like, you got 168 hours in a week. What are you going to do with them? What are you going to do with them? You want to sleep? You want to party? You want to read? You want to work? You want to go to the gym? That's up to you. It is. But you got to make sure that those 24 hours or those 160 hours are effective and you're feeling fulfilled at the end of the week. You're like, damn, man, I had a good week. Yeah. Not like, yo, bro, I wish I did that, man. I didn't get to my laundry. I didn't do that. It's like, well, how come? What'd you do with that day? Yeah. What'd you do with that week? And and it's, you know? it, it's, a, it's a hard realization for yeah. people. Uh, but I almost feel like a lot of people cut themselves too much slack. It's like, yeah. well, okay, if I followed you around all day and I just took notes on what you were doing, you spent five hours 
scrolling through the gram. That's it. You spent two hours just laying in bed feeling sorry for yourself. Yep. You watched, you binged <laughs> a, a, a season of <laughs> this show. Series, yeah. That's not to say, like you know, there's there's not a time and a place. Like you know, you gotta have some. You gotta yeah. chill out sometimes. You gotta of go course. watch a movie. Of go course. see your friend. Go have a drink, bro. I'm not telling people. I don't want to sound like I'm sitting here just telling people how to live their lives. Not at all. But if you want something different, you have to yeah. do something if different. You, hey, that's it. If like a lot of people find themselves stuck in certain positions that they're unhappy with, yeah, you gotta look at yourself. Yo, literally take 10, 15 minutes. I'm telling you right now, you can see how you crack yourself down. Like, break it down for yourself. What do you do from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep? What is the average day for you? Are you logged in for nine hours, eight hours at work? Okay, after those eight hours, what are you doing? Yeah. How much time are you devoting to sleep? How much time are you devoting to activity? How much time are you devoting to friends, family? Like, you really got to be able to understand yourself. And if you don't understand yourself, then you're never going to know where you're going. Love that man. Facts like you. I you, think it really does start with self awareness. Yeah. First, so having important. that self awareness to realize, okay, well, yo, I, something's got to change. Then yep. doing that audit, yo, what's going on? What am I actually doing? Then starting to change those habits. And there's tons of books on that out there that you yep. can read. There's tons of things people can do out there, you know, to start to shift those habits and change those. Yeah. There's one, one book right now that I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty popular. And I don't know if if you've read it yourself, but it's one it's pretty lengthy and I'm still working my way through it. But it's called Think, Grow Rich. I've heard of it. I and, haven't read it, man. Everything you tell yourself in your head, if you're someone who's like self-motivated and you read that book, you're just like solidifying it for you. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, I'm on the right path. Damn, you know what I mean? Right and it's like it's a bunch of industry professionals who just like giving you knowledge. You know what I mean? Like not to tell you like. Don't doubt yourself is pretty much what you're doing. It's like, yeah, man, you're putting all these hours and yada, yada. It may feel like nothing, but you're on to something. You know what I mean? You got to keep going. Like, everything you're doing is for a reason, and you got to be able to give and take, not just put all these hours in and nothing come out of it. Right. So really understanding just how you should lock yourself in and everything that you're doing is for a reason. It will pay and, off. And it will pay off. Yeah. Don't yeah. give up too early. I think a lot of people, yeah. and like, I can't speak from experience because I don't have that entrepreneurial yeah. experience there, yeah. yet. And that's cool. But when that does happen, I yeah. know I'm going to look back and be happy that I yep. changed these aspects of my life. And sure. whether or not I could trace it back to one particular thing, I think it's all just leveling up your mindset and yep. like thinking more towards growth as opposed to like, man, like, feeling sorry for yourself or like that's it brother. busy work i think yeah. another thing that like like that i've recently learned about in the last couple months is the difference between being busy and being productive that's what i'm telling you man like people are telling trying to tell you like yeah man i'm i work the best at two or three in the clock in the morning like nah you're not being productive at those times bro like unless you're doing business overseas and it forces you to be up at that time like okay sure but yeah man i'm doing all these accounting work like you're counting numbers at two three o'clock in the morning you woke up at 10 you're trying to tell me your eyes are good like nah i don't like nah doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense so it's like yeah you could be busy but are you productive and i I think that's a great thing that you just that you just mentioned and going back to what you said previously about affirmations is just really realizing when you do good things and rewarding yourself for doing good things yeah no one's saying like go out and buy yourself a roly you know what i mean like (laughs) or go blow a bag or take yourself eating at this really expensive restaurant it's just like give yourself a tap on the back yeah 
sit back, look yeah. what you've done, give yourself a tap on well, the back. Well, you know what? There's also a place to reward yourself yep. with with items and experiences that yep. if you really do feel like, yo, you you, you hit that. all those goals. Yep. But I, I don't think yourself. a lot of people are really there yet. Just because you answered five emails, <laughs> yeah. is that productive or is that busy? You know like, what I mean? Like, like there's a big difference to yeah. me in terms of like actually getting shit done that moves the needle towards your goals yep. and towards like a better version of you. Because let's be honest, we all know that there, we all have this image of this future version of ourself that is in some way better than our current Oh, of course. And I think that it has to be like that. You got to shoot for the stars. You got to think big. You got to go above and beyond anything that you had planned for yourself. You know, like for me, I thought the job was only going to be something that I saw in one city in the first year I was in three. What's three cities were those? Toronto, Montreal, and now Ottawa. Yeah. And the ones have, and it's just grown from there too, you know. And yeah. like now we're in Waterloo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got no business being in Waterloo, <laughs> but my business has business in Waterloo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, these are little things that I thought for myself. I didn't think I'd be on all these panels. I didn't think I'd be taking myself here. I don't think I'd be getting invited there. And it's just like, yeah. these are things that I didn't even think were imaginable, but I was dreaming of it. I was planning of it. I right. was doing my best to make everyone see what I was doing. Something so simple, like right. an everyday task that everybody could do themselves. Like, bro, if you take dish soap, a bucket of water, and your sponge or like a bristle brush, yeah. and you clean your shoes, your sh- you can clean shoes. Yeah, doesn't mean it's gonna be good. Doesn't mean it's gonna be perfect. Doesn't mean it's gonna be the way you want to do. It's something so simple that everybody can do. Yeah. So I had to think about how can I make that big enough for everyone to want to come in, you know, experience. I love that, man. Yeah. It's simple, but it's not easy. so there's another like subtle thing that's like we all we always like to kind of equate the two but no there's a big difference like simple simple means it's not complicated it's not like what you're doing is some crazy next level 50 page deck on like this is what i'm going to do for (laughs) your shoes yeah like no man it's (laughs) it's very simple but it's not easy because if it was everyone would be doing it that's it and there would be no business and there would be no business or i'd just have to work that much harder to make sure that i'm standing out yeah in front of everybody else and 100 percent, man that's the thing now you know a lot of people will be like yo tev like check out this sneaker page that's coming up that's doing footwear cleaning and check out this and check out that person and this person and like i'm getting dms from all my friends and family or like people i work with or people i've done business with and I'm like, man, that's good for them. I'm so happy to see that someone like I feel like my business inspired you to be there, regardless if if it was the drop or not. I'm like, yo, I'm always down for people to grow a community. I know where I'm at with my business. You know what I mean? I'm not concerned about someone who's trying to do something the same as me. You think Starbucks is worried about Bridgehead? <laughs> no, bro. Like, that's, that's how I feel about the I podcast. Mean, like, Obviously, I'm not at the same like level that kind of stuff, but people have been sending me yeah. like yo this dude started a podcast too or like yo this looks similar to yours okay, or like man. yo this guy's kind of copying this i'm like okay, man, man it it's it, no one will ever be me that's it no, no one you, can be better at being me than and me that, you and, know and, what that, and that's it you know like, <laughs> like a lot of people don't understand or a lot of people have like the impression of business is business but like if you are your business and you're passionate and you're genuine, you will for always be your business. And people will and see you're that never in, in you. competition you're because never it's in competition. like, yo, it, it might, they might be doing something similar. It yeah. might be like, yeah, very, very cool, whatever, yeah. but I'm in my lane. I'm doing, my thing, I'm doing my thing. And I'm not concerned about that. You know what? I, I want to support you because it's helping yeah. the broader community. Oh my God, yeah. Like, 
I'm not out here trying to, you know, hinder anybody or talk down on anybody or not be able to conduct business. Like, yo, if someone was like doing shoe cleaning, I'd be like, yo, how can we like do an event together yeah. that way? Like you're a shoe cleaner. I'm a shoe cleaner. Let's get more people. How can we Let's both do an eat? event. How can we both eat? At <laughs> yeah. the end of the day, like, yeah. there's enough shoes in this world to go around. I, really I can't do them my, all myself. You know yeah, what I man. mean? So it's yeah. just like, don't don't see competition as like something that you should be scared of right it should be something that motivates you it should be something that inspires you right it should be something that keeps you in focused on what you need to do for you yeah. you know what i mean like and don't it worry might about even it might even make you think oh shit like interesting like that's, yeah, that's I, the approach I, they took on it I, that's how they thought about that yeah. that's that's interesting yeah me personally i wouldn't have done it that way but yo that's kind of cool i'm, I'm good happy yeah for that. yeah of course but Always, that's man. not to say that like you know you're not still trying to build yours and make Every yours day, bigger man. and Every expand day. to different cities and stuff so every day so Sorry, like we kind of went off like a huge <laughs> personal development tangent yeah. there, but I think it's so related because mindset and these habits and these things so that important. you do every day result in, you know, it's only been a couple of years since you started this and look at the growth. And honestly, like when I first started online, I wouldn't, I would consider that like business, like my first year of business, but I don't think until I had my first physical location last summer in uh, June is when we launched it. Yeah. That's when I was in business. Like, that's when I feel like I was in business. Like, I had a place that people could come visit, understand the business, understand how it works. Yeah. All of that, that, I feel like that was my first year of business. Like, I had growing pains in 2018. I was testing the market. I didn't know if this was something that was going to work. Like, that's why I did it online. No overhead. No, no. Yeah. I'm not forking out $1,500, $2,000 a month in rent for a business that I don't think is going to work. Test the waters. Had my partners. Had them backing me. Their rep. You know, and to this day now we're here now right so yep so let's talk about now where the drop is at now and what's next big plans man big big things in the work for 2020 uh right now uh the, the thing that's coming up the fastest i think is the uh customization bar we're opening um it will be in addition to the drop where it's all self-serve you know like yeah you can give me your shoe and i could do it for you but why don't you want to do it yourself Maybe because you can't do it, that's fine. We're here to help you. But you can come in and get your own creation the only way you want and just ask us, why not? And it's cheaper for you, right? That's engaging the community. I, I kind of, you lost me a little bit. So what what exactly am I am so I bringing in? So I'm you're bringing, bringing in my shoe, yeah, you're bringing my dirty shoe. fucked up shoe, and you're doing what? You're teaching me how to clean it myself? No, no, no. So what we're doing is, um, say, say you buy a new pair. Let's start with a new pair. Let's okay. start with dirty pairs. Because... Okay that's something else oh but okay, say you okay. bring say you bring in a new pair or say you brought an old pair we cleaned it up for you and now you're ready to start fresh you can come into the job now we have like i think i have like over like 50 plus paints different colors like uh, neons whatever so actually that. making it my own yeah creation. you're making it your own and that and that's the biggest thing for me with the drop is like how can i continuously engage my community you know what i mean how can oh, i make yeah. it seem like yeah, I go here and I, I do my own shoes. Or I go here and this guy's great. He tells me everything that I can get to do on, on my shoes. You know what I mean? Obviously, if something's above your your natural ability, then for sure we got artists here to, to bang that out for you. But to really allow someone to... You know how many times I look at my shoe and I'm like, damn, I wish that was on it. Yeah, yeah. Someone else can't see it the way I see it. I see people doing it now with <laughs> yeah. Kobe, uh, a lot yeah. of like uh, Kobe commemorations yeah. on, on their Air Forces that, or different kinds of shoes and stuff. And, that's and so. It. That's what, like, if so, I had a pair, I'd bring it to you to yeah, do that. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you walk in and, and like, yeah, I just bought these from Full Locker. Yeah, I just grabbed these from Normal. Like, I want to add a little something to it. 
come through, man. Oh. Do it yourself. Add a and, little bit. And so it. you you quote it there and then like, like yeah. So like, there's gonna be a couple options where say um, you want to come in and do it yourself. There's walk in. Like you walk in, you 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 select your paints, you do what you want to do. That's drop in fee. Okay. Just like going to the gym, you have a drop in fee. You don't have a membership or anything like that. Right. I want to come and work out. You pay your drop in fee. If you want someone to customize it to you because you want like some crazy mural on your shoe or you want to like do something like next level like dip dyeing or stuff like that, we have that available for you as well. You can come in. You'll be able to like swap your laces. The um, the little uh, anklet, I think it's called, like that okay. little like uh, the lace tips. Uh, okay. All all things like that will be uh, customizable, like full full range. Like you want to glue something on there, by all means. Like if you want to cut out a different color piece of leather, like it's gonna be there. Like you want snakeskin, we got snakeskin. You know and what I mean? So like, like you could stitch things on and like. Yeah. Whatever. So like obviously that'll be a little bit more of an intense thing. Yeah, but yeah. um, for you, if you wanted to come in and just like take a blank air force one and everyone knows that like the white colorway everyone wants to make it their own like come through yeah come through we have the paints we have Dope. the colors we have the brushes we got Dope. everything and you just come through and you work on that yourself like if you need pointers then we got an artist there on site to help you out so okay that's that kind of brings me to my next question yeah. who do you have on site how many employees do you have right now and how does <laughs> all that work it's 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 funny because a lot of people ask me like oh bro like you must have like one employee or two employees i'm like no nah, i got eight I got eight. I got I got eight people with me like every day mostly. You know what I mean? Like I like to go into work for two hours. You know, really really trust my guys. You know what I mean? Like I don't want them to feel like I'm micromanaging them right. or not giving them the freedom to like do things that they they want to do. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I let my boys learn from each other. Ooh. We have a group chat. Like if there's something you don't understand, you put it in the group chat. That person's gonna. That person's gonna. Someone else is gonna answer you, or that. or I'm gonna answer you in the group chat. So then everybody sees it. Boom. There's no reason for you to text me on your ones and be like, "Yo, Teb, how am I dealing with this?" It's like, "Yo, guys, how am I dealing with this in the group chat?" Because if you don't know, I guarantee you there's two or three other people who don't know. Who just haven't asked? Who haven't or asked or haven't encountered that? Exactly. But if we're if we're all talking together about it, there's something for you to refer to. I love it. You know what I mean? So Man, I got hard. eight boys. A lot of them are, uh, like I said, I'm a community guy. So a lot of them are in high school. I like to give like the younger guys an opportunity to really understand business because when I was in high school, I think that I had one business class, and <laughs> what I, did that I, teach you how to nothing. do accounting? Yeah, how pretty much. Yeah, pretty pretty much, bro. Like, <laughs> like my business class, it was like the first year that they were running it at my high school, and um, yeah, like it it wasn't there. So it's funny because now a lot of my boys will be like, "Yeah, man, we're talking about Shopify," and then I let my teacher know, like, "Yeah, my business is partnered up with Shopify in all the cities," and and then their teachers like, "Oh, what?" Like their business must be huge and all this stuff. And it's like, I'm exciting. The next generation, you know what I mean? Like whether it be wanting to work at, at the drop or creating something like the drop or them going off to do their own thing in business. It's like, I was part of something that was in my community where I learned so much and I, I took so that. much home with me and I had excitement about it. I, I love, that's my biggest thing is seeing the excitement that comes from the customers, my staff. Like that's what I live for. I love it, bro. Yeah, man. If you can believe it, we're like over an hour. Say honest. Honest. Crazy. 100%. Crazy. Uh, we, we do have to wrap this up soon. Let's but do it. before that, I want to ask a few few more questions. Let's do it. Uh, what, what are some of the big announcements, big things coming up that you want to talk about for, for the business, for, for your personal? Uh, so the drop is part of uh, this festival coming in the... Uh, on Canada Day, actually called Ooh Fest. Like okay. Some, something similar, like Ooh Fest or Ooh Massive, something like that. I don't, I don't know the exact name, but we're a part of that, and we'll be doing some custom customizations, like 
in the downtown core on Canada Day. Oh, sweet. Huge. So you have like a booth set up? Yeah, like we're going to have a booth set up. Dope. And we're going to do some crazy customs uh, downtown yeah. on Canada Day. Um, we're also really big uh, announcement for us is that we moved into hotels now. Oh, shit. That's yeah, yeah, huge, yeah. bro. Game changer. That is a game changer. Now you game got all changer. the business clientele. Yeah, you different. got all the travelers. Yeah, we're, got... we, we're hitting different. Damn. Yeah, so like Power fucking move, bro. That's it, man. Fire me up. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's that's like... it, man. And that just comes from, you know, building a strong business model. That's it. And being able to apply it into different positions and different places and being a someone. You don't even have to be good with your words. Just be, be about your business. And that will come off and how you sell it to somebody. You Were you mentioning I mean? that you also had an app or something coming out? As yeah, well? we got we got we got something on the way where you know you get a lot of clients that come through and they're like, "Yo, Tev, like, how can I get these?" Or "Yo, Tev, how can I get that?" So, the drop right now is formulating an app called Sell Your Soul. Ooh, great so, name! So great the service name. the service that we first started with is called Free My Soul. So now we, we spun it off like S O L E, and it's called Sell My Soul. So now we're opening up a little bit of a marketplace where um, individuals can sell and buy shoes through the drop cleaning service authenticated all that through the drop and that will be in the app store shortly so buy and resell so like i can can buy some yeezys or something and be like you know what let me put it up on this let me put it up on the drop let me go see the guys at the drop i want to get them cleaned up and then put on there to like maximize the value of my shoe I love it, man. Create a whole new marketplace. A whole new market. I love how you're hitting this business from all all the different angles. And, that, and that's it, bro. Like, it's not a, just a shoe cleaning service. Nah. It's it's a shoe culture. It's that's a shoe it. uh, uh, community. That's it, bro. It's like a community of like sh- sh- so. sh- shoe, shoe people. You know what I'm saying? got to be able to make it just like the drop is for everyone. The drop is for everyone, for man. For everyone, bro. I love it, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Like I, I feel like we we we're just getting started. We're just Yo, scratching honestly, the surface. Yeah, I didn't bro. even feel like it, we were here for that long. I'm like, oh, I got I got more. <laughs> you know I, I know, mean? I, I know, more, and so. and and I was actually telling your girl that before that. Yo, like I. I could do this for hours. Yeah. I just got to think of my listener. Yeah. He's like, yo, a three hour pod. Like, yeah. what is this? Like Joe Rogan? This, guy's like, bugging. Bro. this, this, this episode, this guy's bugging. He went in, right? But, bro, man. But I feel like I'm definitely have you back on. Yeah, we'll man, we'll, we'll sure. chat a lot more. But before I let you go, um, I got a lightning round. So I do five questions Let's at the it. end of each podcast. Okay. Basically, uh, you know, quick answer, but like honestly, it's not that deep. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it quick. <laughs> you I'm don't have to quick. you don't have to make it too quick, but yeah. like yeah. So Shoot. um what's your favorite shoe? Oh yo, a lot of people are gonna make it funny, but I like the classics. I'm like an all star guy. I like my low chucks. Boom, low like chucks. chucks. Like my low chucks. Man, it's a funny story about chucks, bro. When I was young, like when I was way younger, like 13, 14, yeah. there's nothing I wanted more in the world than a pair of Chuck Taylors, bro. That's all I wanted. The black Classics. ones, the the high top. I wanted the high top personally, yep. and I never got them, bro. I never That's, it. That's <laughs> it, bro. And now everyone does a spinoff of it. So, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that, like the lows, the highs, whatever you may be, the chucks are one of my favorites for sure. What's a one pair of shoes you wouldn't be caught dead rocking? ever it's just not not your style you would never wear it damn something's going wrong if i see you in these kicks whether it be some crocs or some toms or Work, some worker boots bro worker boots you never catch me in steel toes <laughs> no steel you never toes catch me in steel toes i'm not a manual labor guy like that you know what i mean no steel toes uh, i love it man uh what's your favorite late night food joint in ottawa late night food joint shit that's a good question that's a really good question. A lot of the times, 
I feel like I catch myself at uh, obviously people are gonna find this whack, but King Eddie, Joey's thing, things that are open late. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard. Like it's not whack, man. <laughs> like Ottawa, we don't have like not that many <laughs> options. Like yeah, I could go to like a a lot of these places where like they're a little bit smaller, but you know how business is. Like yeah, they say they're open till two, but if you pull up at twelve and it wasn't busy that night, like they closed. Like hundred <laughs> percent, they're closed. So I find myself going to like the more popular spots and just knowing that they'll be open for those late night bites if I'm really into it. If not, like, I'm a guy that, like, I like my food at home. So what would your favorite be, though, of those? The favorite out of, of the two of those? Like, like something that just hits. Like, you you know, late night, you're trying to order some shit, shit. or you're out or something. Like That's a good question. One, bro. like, one, one place that just, like... I mean, I'm just assuming that you would have food late at night, but maybe that's what not. I'm saying, bro. I'm like a Ritz crackers guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ritz crackers and cheese, bro. Fair enough, bro. That's that's but, a fair um, answer if that's what you want to yeah, say. Yeah, no, like honestly, if I was gonna go out and get something, I'd probably hit Joey's and like Joey's do like yeah. their late night menu, grab like fair enough, chili man. chicken or something like that. Love it. What's one thing people would be surprised to learn about you? Um, surprised to learn about me. Yeah, like you know. You, they have this image of you, but then, you know, they get you sitting down or maybe the next podcaster is like, yo, I didn't know this guy, Crazy. architecture or this or yeah. that. Like, architecture yeah. would be one thing. And then another thing, like I got three sisters. Okay. That levels me out. <laughs> that levels me out for that, real. For that's real. awesome, like, man. It keeps you, keeps you anchored. Keeps me like, <laughs> like they, they check me when I'm wrong. You know what I mean? And like, I got, I got an older sister who's you know pregnant and she's having a baby now so and she's a girl too so now we got more girls in the family love it and then i got a 16 year old sister and a 15 year old sister so like being a positive role model for them and you know making sure i pave the way for them and showing them that they could do anything that they put their mind to and believe in like those are the ones that that's like a secret that's if you, awesome, if you see me always smiling you always see me happy it's because my girls keep me right. oh man that's that's beautiful yeah. bro i'm so glad to hear that um last and kind of final question if it wasn't the drop if if it wasn't like this business mm -hmm. you know what niche have you always kind of been kind of interested in but on the back burner like something else that kind of has always been like on it's it's an itch burner. it's something like i've always been interested in but i hmm. i'm doing this right now that's a good one that's like a, what, whether really it be like one. i don't know for me like it, it, it could be all kinds of things jerseys or this or that like something that you've always been kind of interested in but it's like I don't have time for all that right now. That's a good question. Like, what comes with the culture and being into sneakers is music, right? I've really been into music. Like, I would love to just, instead of just being a part of the experience, be delivering the experience. So be a DJ, I think. Be like, a DJ, huh? So I got, I got a turntable set up from one of my boys at the shop in my crib, and I'm just like, I got to plug in. But I got to... It's I, sitting there. It's sitting you. there. It's teasing me. Every time I sit at my home, my home desk or in that area, like... I look at it and I'm just like, damn, like, when am I going to, like, actually get into it? Like, I'm paying for Serato every month. You have that. Like, <laughs> I ain't using it. <laughs> it's costing me. Man. I'm not using it. But, yeah, that's something I think I, like, want to, like, dive into. And just even that's if it's just awesome, for myself man. or my family or my friends, like, something I really want to, like, get into mixing music, I think. Yo, we never know, man. It could, yo, with, with, all, with all the things that kind of come Everything tertiary with your business, <laughs> yeah. you never know. Have another arm of it, like, yeah, you know. you never know. You the never drop. Know. I'm Music. Playing, I'm playing my I'm playing my own parties. I stop networking. I put the headphones on. I'm just gonna just throw my own events and shit. Hey man, why not? Yeah. Look, bro, this conversation's been amazing. One final kind of thought. I wanted to close this out because I know I'm gonna regret not bringing this up on the on the podcast while yeah. I got you here. Is what's 
what's kind of like the the importance of this city of Ottawa to you and your story? What's the significance of this city in particular for your growth and your journey? Cherish it. Cherish all the things and like the, the cracks in the road, the hooks around the corner. Cherish your city because there's nothing like home. Boom. You know what I mean? Like be able to find um, things that you want to do in your own city. Like you don't have to go abroad. Maybe you feel like you need to, but I'm telling you right now, if if if, if you have an idea, you can make it work for you. You make people come to you. So find, cherish find it. Find beauty in your own city. Find the beauty, man. Cherish yeah. it. Cherish yeah. it. Because you know what? Like you can make home anywhere, but you'll never be able to like copy what Ottawa has done for you. 100%. You know what man. I mean? Yeah, so I could think of no it. no better way to end this podcast, cherish bro. It, Thank you so much for coming on. It's not of that course. deep. Uh, if anyone wants to check out the drop, they can go to www.the-drop.com. That's it. And uh, what's a shout out your socials so people can find you on there uh, too? My personal IG, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that good stuff is Tevin Hay. And then, you know, go from there. You know, put that in there, throw it in there, and we'll go from there. You know what? Maybe we'll throw up a, a, a It's Not That Deep promo code for the drop. Maybe we will, man. I'm down, bro. Let's, let's make that let's, happen. Let's make it happen for all Boo, your listeners, right? A whole so other partnership. You just, you just watched it. it happen, man. Let's get it. Love it, man. I'm down. All right, Thank thanks, you so bro. much for coming Appreciate on, bro. It. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the It's Not That Deep podcast. For access to exclusive articles and content, please head over to www.itsnotthatdeeppodcast.com. And to help me grow this thing to the next level, here's what I need you to do. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast on all platforms, wherever you listen, and share with all your friends and family on all social media. And please leave a rating as well. Remember, it's not that deep.